Good morning, everyone. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, where we talk about and we actively invest in dividend stocks for weekly and monthly cash flow. Our main goal here is to obtain 1% per week using dividend stocks. Not just any dividend stocks, only those dividend stocks that have a minimum of 25 years or more of increased dividend payments to their shareholders. Why? My game, my rules, that's the way I want to do it. Actually, the reason why I'm doing it is because, in my opinion, companies that have increased their dividend payments to their shareholders for a minimum of 25 years or more have the ability to financially continue what they're doing. They're basing their, well, I should say, I am basing my investments on their continuing to do business in a good way. That being said, you know, they're increasing their dividends payments to their shareholders every year. So my assumption would be that they're probably striving to stay on that list by because by staying on that list by continuing business practices as they have been doing for the past 25 years or more, investors are going to want to stay with them and continue to invest with them. It's just a, a little bit of a blanket security. You know, it, it makes me feel good knowing that this company is most likely going to give me higher dividends next year. Absolute worst case scenario, my money continues to grow if they continue doing business as they have been doing. Now, some of these companies you'll notice have been around for over a hundred years. Colgate Palmolive, uh, Clorox, um, oh, who was it? Coca-Cola, uh, Procter & Gamble. A lot of these companies have decades upon decades of quality dividend stocks. I mean, it, you know what? It's just the way it is. Okay, My game, my rules, this is the way I want to do it. I actively invest using these strategies so I'm just sharing. So if you guys want to do it, hey, that's up to you. I'm just sharing. That's all there is to it. Needless to say, let's see where we are today. Because today's Monday. I believe um, we got a couple more weeks left before the end of the quarter. We got uh, one, two, two and a half weeks to go before the quarter is officially over. All right. So options expire this Friday. So everything is up for grabs. That being said, let's look at what we got as of last week. STX. Now, we did STX last week because it looked good at the moment. We jumped in, um, I believe it was the first of the week. Our price is 98.79. And right now she's at 95.75. So let's sell off some uh, what do you call it some options on this give someone the option of buying it from me for the exact price that I paid for it why am I doing that well last week I did it um, we're into it at what was the price again you know what this old age stuff is getting to me 98.79 all right so 98.79 98 there you go 98 and a half 59 cents a share. We've got a thousand shares. So you know what that means? 590 bucks coming my way. All right, this is what it looks like. I'm going to sell 10 contracts STX 100. That's the weeklies. 18 June 21, that is this Friday. The 98 and a half call at 59 cents per share limit order. So I just place that order, see what comes in. It comes in at 68 cents. Okay, so sixty-eight cents means that is six hundred and eighty dollars. That's more than halfway to my weekly goal. That being said, let's find out who's on the list today. Okay, in the dividend kings list, we have ITW and NFG. ITW is a dollar seven. Illinois Tool Works, 
50 years or more of increased dividend payments. How can you really go wrong with ITW? Let's check them out see what they say. ITW. Because I'm basically a numbers person. I play by the numbers. ITW, Illinois Toll Works. Started off last year at the low of the year at 160.54. Took about a month and a half for it to hit 199. She stayed there in the 199 area, which is the when I say 199 area, it's like 193 to one to 200. So it stays there all the way up until beginning of March. She breaks out of that and she hits a new high of 241.97. Now, from there, she has a profit taken, and she's going sideways. But she's had four down days in a row, and I don't like four down days in a row. Let's see what the seasonality says. Seasonality for Illinois Tool Works. She's in the down slope. So we're just going to jump on out and get the hell out of Dodge. Uh, NFG, National Fuel Gas Company. It's a 44 cent dividend coming up. So let's see what NFG looks like. NFG. NFG started out the year last year at uh, right about 40, 95, somewhere in that area. Been going sideways all the way up until uh, mid February. She hit a low. Of thirty-seven ninety-one back in November. Okay, so from the low she hits up to the high of the year at fifty-five thirty. Right now she's sitting at fifty-four twenty-one. A uh, little bit of a down day today. She opened up at fifty-five, and she's hit fifty-four oh eight. So let's see what seasonality says for National Fuel. National Fuel is one of those companies you just want to get because <laughs> it's utilities. You you know you have three necessities in life, food, shelter, clothing. Great, fine, dandy. After that, how are you going to heat your home? How are you going to light your home? You need a utility, okay? So, it's a good it's a good bet. Okay, so NFG utility is we're going to. Ooh, this could look like a good one to get in for tomorrow, but she's at a low today, so that looks kind of good. Not at the moment because she, she looks like she's going to have another down day today, tomorrow. It might be best to get it into this tomorrow. But with these, you never can really tell because it's it's an average. You know, it says the 29th is when they pay out their dividend. It could actually be the 28th, it could be the 30th, you know, it could be the 27th, depending on when the weekend falls and when they usually pay. Okay, so ITW usually pays right around the end of June which is two weeks from today. So let's take a look at the big chart and see what that says. Look at I, NFG, NFG. Okay, so NFG, get you low at 37.87, high at 55.22. Uh, she's definitely in an uptrend now. Um, buyers are still in control, but they seem to be changing direction. I'm not quite sure, but I don't know if that's just from today. And there's nothing, you know, awkward about the volume. The volume is, is basically normal. She's at, um, what is it? 121,000 or 121 million. She's averaging around between 100 and, what is that? Yeah, about 120 to 240, somewhere in that area. Now, that could be just profit-taking. Now, we could jump in at 54.13 and see what happens. So let's see what we can do. If we did a covered call, we could sell the 50s. We would have to sell it for at least $5. Is that right? 480. Eh. If we sold it at $5, that would definitely give us the. Uh... All right, anyway, all right, so the bid is 54.14 and the ask is 54.18. 
it's not a huge spread and it's not a tiny spread. It's only like a four cent spread, which is, you know, it's okay. I'm not a hundred percent sure this one for a covered call. You know, because the uh what is the dividend again on this one? Dividend is forty four cents. So let's you know what, let's just buy some and um Look and see if we get the. Oops, I want to do this right here. I want to buy custom. Then the dividend trade pops up. If we do a thousand, let's see what a thousand gets us. Okay, and what is the dividend? The dividend is 44 cents. So we're going to change the second order to 44 cents. There we go. All right, now I'm going to read it back to you so you understand what it is I'm trying to do. I'm going to buy 1,000 NFGs at the market. We're going to sell 1,000 NFG triggered by a 44 cent increase due a good till cancel with extended trading time, blah, 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 triggered by order number one to open. So let's see what happens. Look at that. We bought it at uh, $53.91. So our new exit is $54.35. Not bad. So we got it at $53.91. Holy cow, I still got $43,000 to spend. All right, so let's go back to the watch, market watch. Um, tomorrow or Wednesday, we're going to look at ABM. ABM Industries paying 18 cent dividend. So that is all we have for the Dividend Kings, just those two. So let's take a jump down and take a look at Warren Buffett's list, see what's on his list. See if he has anything interesting. And he does. MDLZ, STOR, and UBS. Let's take a quick look at those. MDLZ, Mondelez International. Okay, MDLZ. Now this is on a Warren Buffett's list. Okay, so the first ones we took a look at were the dividend kings. Now they've increased their dividend payments to their shareholders for a minimum of fifty years. What we're looking at now is the list of stocks that are held by Berkshire Hathaway, which is Warren Buffett's. Okay, so Mondeliza, or Mondeliz, whatever it is, started out the year last year at 51.13, somewhere on there. Found its bottom at 49.92 quickly. And then she jumped up to a trading range of 57.59 and stayed there for, well, for a couple of months. She made a drop. To the to the new current support now the new current support is around fifty two ninety two because you have it fifty two ninety two back in November October and then again in in the end of February now from there she jumps from the new ninety day low of fifty two ninety four up to the high which is where she is not really today but a couple of weeks ago. At sixty four thirty seven, she's at sixty three forty six at this moment in time. Is that a little bit of an update today? You know what? This one looks like one we should jump into. So let's jump into this one. Wait a minute before we do that. Let's check out seasonality first. Now, seasonality says this baby should be going sideways right up to the end of the month. All right. Let's take the big chart, MDLZ. Yeah, it has it in a downturn, apparently. So it doesn't make me a happy camper looking at this, even though it is in Warren Buffett's list. It doesn't make me happy looking at, you know, uh, she was going sideways from what, the end of May to the beginning uh, so the first week of June she went sideways and now from the first week of June to currently she's in a downturn okay so and then you have a downturn at the end of June anyway with the seasonality so those two don't make me a happy camper so I'm going to pass on this one 
and see what else we have. Um, STOR, which is Store Capital Corporation, get 35 cents coming in. So STOR started out the year last year right around 2240, found its low in beginning of July at 21. Jumped up to a trading range of 27, stayed there for a couple of months, then jumped up to a new trading range of 32. Traveled there right up until beginning of April. In April, she busts out, and now she's in the 32 to 36 area. It's a nice little peak at the moment where she is now. The high is 36.67, and let's see what seasonality looks on this one. Um, what could we be seeing in the next couple of days okay a little bit of an upturn there looks like the big chart uh, STOR is it my imagination or is the volume seem to be dwindling okay so if you look at a year ago volume averaged out around 3.1 mil okay and then, in the beginning of this year, it seemed to average out at 1.8. And now she seems to be down to 1.4 mil. But the stock, the prices keeps going up. That's a nice uptrend. The buyers are in control. So this looks pretty good. So let's jump in on this one. STOR. We could do 1,000 shares of STOR. Um, it's at 36. If we bought it now, all right, I'm going to do the covered call um, breakdown first before we do any kind of trade whatsoever. Set the, uh, the bid is 36.22, the ask is 36.23, which means there's a lot of volume going down. Okay, so if we bought it at the 36.23, which is the market price right now, and we sold the 35s, called someone give it the right to buy it from us at 35 we'd be collecting somewhere around a dollar 50 per share now you add a dollar 50 onto the 35 purchase price and you get an exit price right around at 36 um 50 which gives you like a 15 cent uh, profit and that's just not enough for me you know, because I just assume do the covered call, not the covered call, the um, dividend trade. Now, what is the dividend for this guy? 35 cents. Okay, let's do a thousand shares. And give it a quick rundown. All right, we're going to buy a thousand STOR at the market. Sell a thousand STOR triggered by a 35 cent limit. Good to cancel extended triggered by order number one. Okay, basically that means whatever I pay for it, the computer's going to submit that order. And as soon as it fills, as soon as it fills with like in a tenth of a second, this second order gets thrown in with a 35 cent increase to it. And there you go. It just got filled at 36.21 and my new exit is 36.56 damn it and I still got $25,000 to spend alright who's next on the list next on the list is USB US Bank Corp it's the 42 cent dividend coming up let's take a look at what they look like USB USB there you go all right, so USB started out the year last year at uh, somewhere around 36.89, found its bottom at 34.01 in the middle of July, went sideways in that trading 37.38 trading range, all the way up until <laughs> election day. <laughs> Democrats take over, and this thing shoots up to the high of the year at 62.71. That's almost a hundred percent increase. Anyway, she's sitting at 58.14 at the moment. She's in a little bit of a downturn with lower highs and lower lows. No, not really. Not really figuring out where the bottom is here because she, she's no rhyme or reason in the 90-day chart. Let's take a look at the seasonality chart, see what that looks like. 
All right, that's unfavorable. So I'm not even going to bother looking any further. Anyway, um, Warren Buffett's list has AXP, which is American Express, coming up in two days. So I'm going to take a look at that one. Ooh, BMY, Colgate, Palmolive, and uh, JP Morgan coming up in, on Wednesday also. So we had a nice lookout coming up during the week. Nothing really happening for the rest of the day. Let's see. Wait a minute. Let's go one more time. We're going to take a look at the dividend aristocrats and see what they... Holy cow, they got quite a bit. Alrighty then. Let's take a look at some dividend aristocrats. What do we have on the list? We're 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. 11 companies. 11 companies that have increased their dividend payments for a minimum of 25 years are on the list for today. So let's take a look at some of them. I'm going to go over, I'm just going to look at the uh, the seasonality to see what that looks like rather than going through the whole spiel. Because 11 stocks, after we already did, um, five already. So you have a, quite a bit to go over today. So BANF is the first one on the list. Their seasonality looks like sideways with a little bit of a downturn. Don't like it. E-N-S-G, E-N-S-G. The Ensign Group. Huh. Oops. All right, so the Ensign Group, take a look at its seasonality. She is more or less going sideways. That's good for like a covered call. Let's take a look at the one-year chart and see what it looks like. Okay, so you started out the year at 42, found its bottom at 39, hit a high at 98.73 in the end of March. Uh, it looks like massive profit-taking. Find, finds a double bottom at the 80. She's sitting at 84.03 at the moment. Looks like the market maker tried to push it up from the closing from Friday. She closed Friday at 83.31. The market maker tried to push it up to 85.02 wake, uh, um, this, this morning. But the public has spoken. They said, no, no, no. It's only 84.06 at the moment. But still, you know, upward trend, so it's really not that bad. What does the big one say? E-N-S-G. Oh, yeah. Big heavy downturn. And the buyers and sellers. Well, you know what? The buyers are taking over. Because there are now more buyers than there are sellers. Not by a lot. But it has a downturn. The trend is a downturn since... Um, what is that? The third week of of May? Yeah, third week of May, she had a downturn, so she's slipping. The trend is on the downside, so that's, I'm going to pass on that one. Um, ESS, Essex Property Trust, a $2 dividend. You know what that means? I mean, a lot of people could be jumping on that one, and it's probably going to be a high-dollar stock, 314 I don't even look at those. Not even worth my while. Okay, Only because um, a $300 stock is a lot of movement there, you know, and I'm only looking for a one percent, one percent on a on a three hundred dollar stock is uh, three bucks, and they're only offering a two. All right, ITW we already looked at that one's Illinois Tool Works. After Illinois Tool Works, Leco L E C O is it Lincoln Electric Holdings. They got a 49 cent, cent dividend. L E C O. Let go. Let go starts out the year at uh, 81.50. Finds its bottom at 79.24. That was a uh, top is 136.08, and that was in the beginning of May. And way too much red. Way too much red. Okay, so from the high of 136.12, 
in May 10th, we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven green days, seven up days, the rest are red. So that does not make me a happy camper whatsoever. Yeah, until she finds a bottom. NFG, we already looked at that one. NHC, National Healthcare Corporation. Let's take a look at them. NHC. Oh, wow. Yeah, way too much red here, too. Six down days in a row. Not even going to bother. National Health Investors, NHI. NHI. All right. Looks a little better. NHA started out the year at 5867. Um,. Found its bottom at 5364 in October, the end of October. Right after the election, this thing shoots up to a high of 7836. Okay, from there, she falls down, 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 down. Now she's sitting at 6634, basically going sideways. Does not make me a happy camper looking at that. The seasonality for these guys are. Gonna go down a little bit more, then it's kind of jagged going on the upside. I, I don't really, you know, it doesn't make me too thrilled. But let's take a look at the big chart, see what that says. NHI. Yeah, she's in a bit of a bent. I don't know. I, I, I just don't like it. It the, the chart doesn't look that great. You know, it's it's no There's no clear picture. How's that? There's no clear picture. It's not like tanking, but it's like go going nowhere. You know, it's like going sideways with no upward momentum. So I'm going to pass on that one because it just doesn't look good. NUE, Nucor Corporation. What is Nucor Corporation? NUE, NUE. So Nucor started out the year. Last year at 4084, found its bottom a couple of weeks at 3833. Nice little escalation all the way up until the beginning of the year. At the end of January, she had a little bit of profit taken, then she shoots to. I mean, this looks like almost like shooting to the moon because she. Beginning of February, she's at 5120. Beginning of February. Um. Beginning of March, she's at 63. Beginning of April, she's at 75. Beginning of May, she's at 83. Beginning of June, she's at 100. Look at that. It's like 10 points every freaking month. But today, we got a high of, um, sorry, 30-day high of 110.99. Okay, a profit taken the next day, which could very well be what it is because there's a lot of volume on, uh, on the 1st of June and the 2nd of June. Higher than average volume. Let's look at the seasonality. See what this thing looks like. Yeah, it's a little downside. That doesn't make me happy, camper. NUE in the big chart looks a little bit like this. She's kind of flattened out with a little bit downward slope. So that doesn't make me happy. The the sellers are are jumping in. And the buyers are retreating. And the volume seems to be going lower. Okay, so yeah. Almost 8 million in volume. Welcome to Dividend Stock Talk. Brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader. With your host, Mr. James Gardino Sr. That's me. I'm going to be talking about dividend stocks and investing for weekly cash flow. My main goal, 1% return per week. These are live trading sessions. If you want to join in, just let me know. Now, on with the show. As you guys know, if you've been following me for a while, interruptions happen. Phone rings. The recording stops. I got to start over again. If you might have heard earlier in the um, in the beginning of the show, the rain. <laughs> because I'm in my mobile studio. Actually, I, I travel around a lot. 
I don't really have a home base. I'm kind of like a nomad. Because I, I roam from town to town. I go through life without a care. <laughs> I'm happy as a clown. Two fists divine. I'm going nowhere. Anyway, however you want to put it. Um, anyway, it just doesn't look good. You have four down days in a row. It's a little bit of a down slope. It's, it's not, it's not, it doesn't stand out and say, hey, buy me. It just doesn't. Okay. SYK is Stryker Corporation. Let's put that in and see what Stryker looks like. Because we're looking to make one more trade because we got another $25,000 to play with. SYK. Okay, that doesn't look that bad. Started out the year at 184. Find its low at 172 at the end of June. From there, she just... It's a nice escalation to the high of the year of uh, 268. Okay, not bad. Now, from the 268, I'm going to assume this is a lot of profit taken. Now she's going sideways with no rhyme or reason. No rhyme or reason at this moment in time. Okay, you a nice buildup. What happens after that nice buildup and this profit taking? Who knows where it's going to go? But Stryker has an, has an awesome-looking seasonality chart. This is what I love to see in seasonality charts. Where he starts off in, in a relatively low number in the beginning of January, and it's a nice slow escalation to the end of December. You know, no erratic highs and lows. It's just a nice, steady movement. Now, the movement got interrupted in March, which is probably because of the pandemic. When the pandemic hit last year, everything dropped like almost between 40 to 60%, or some of them even up to 70%. When that happens, you have 10 years worth of data, you now have a skewed number because it's not business as usual. It is an anomaly. You know, uh, uh, pandemics don't happen all the time. If they did, it could be factored in but you can't factor in something that you can't plan for. So anyway, as I was saying, the seasonality number looks awesome. It's a nice escalation from January to December. I love it. Let's take a look at the chart for uh, SYK. SYK. Okay, this one doesn't look bad either. A lot of changing of the guard, so to speak. All right, the buyers and the sellers kind of going nowhere. She's in a little bit of a downturn from the high of the year, which is expected. Um, there's no real rhyme or reason in this. The volume looks about the, about uh, average. She's still a little low at the volume today. The average volume looks to be somewhere around um, three quarters of a million, which is not a lot. So this is not a widely traded stock. Okay, so 745,000 looks like the average. And right now, she's sitting at 70, almost 18,000 shares. Oh, no, 180,000 shares. Okay. So it's 180,000 shares trading at the moment. That's not a whole heck of a lot. And she's got a way to go to get up to her average, which is, she's at um, about 200,000 now. And by the end of the day, she's going to get around 800,000. And we're not even halfway through the day. All right, so let's take a look at what we're looking at. Okay, so we'll look at Striker. Um, the bid is 254.93 and the ask is 255.13. That's like a 20 cent spread. Which is about a 1% spread. Um, yeah, if we did the covered call, we're paying $250 and we're collecting $5. Pfft, no, thank you. But do I really want to spend money on a $255 stock when the dividend is only $0.57? Cents? I'm going to say no. And the reason why I'm going to say no is because 1% of a $200 stock is $2.50. We're looking at a $0.50. Cent. That's something I get on a $50 stock. Why would I tie up all that money for that small amount? So I'm going to pass on these guys and uh, see who's next on the list. WPC, which is kind of sad because everything looked pretty damn good. WP Carry Incorporated. 
see, the numbers just didn't work for Stryker, which is kind of sad, you know, because everything looked pretty good. WPC is WP Carry. They started out the year last year right around 67.15, found its bottom in end of October at 60.59. From there, she hits a double high at 78.49 um, once at the beginning of June and once uh, five days later. She's sitting at 77.30 at the moment. That looks pretty good. Um, she has a nice dividend, too. All right, so we can expect a little bit of a peak within the next, by Friday... This is one of the got to get in, got to get out real quick. So let's look at the big chart for WPC. WPC. Let's get rid of that. Let's get rid of that. All right. Okay, so the buyers are in control. She's leveled out. Um, the volume is still a bit low at the moment. She had a lot of volume on the 8th. Uh, 3.5 million for this company. The average volume is somewhere around 780,000. So that's 400% increase in volume. Now, it tapered off a little bit. There are probably people still looking at it today. So let's see what we can look at for WPC. The bid is 77.26 and the ask is 77.29. So it's only like a 3 cents spread. We'd be looking to get the 75 if we were going to do a covered call, we'd be getting at 77.29. The um bid and the ask is 2.30 by 2.50, which means we'd walk away with 77.50, which is only a 20 cent. Yeah, see that's not even worth it. So this is one of those ones you're just going to buy uh, a dividend trade on this one. Uh, let's look at it. Considering it is a $77 stock, look about 800 shares. That should do it. And what is the dividend for these guys? A dollar and four cents. Hmm. Let's put it up for 99 cents. Make it easy. All right, so we're not going to be able to do that. Uh, because we just don't have enough money. So it looks like we'll be doing 600 shares. Let's see what 600 shares look like. That looks about right. Okay. So 600 shares at 77.35. Now we're looking to get uh, 78.34. All right, so we got four trades today, and we got 2,200 bucks left. So I'm not going to do anything with that last 22 because last week, if you recall, we did STX. And we tried to do a spread trade on STX, got bit in the butt, ended up with 1,000 shares of STX, which really didn't want. I just wanted to get the return. But needless to say, here we are. All right, so we, we brought in $680 for the um, covered call on STX. We got three open trades, 1,000 shares of NFG, 1,000 shares of STOR, and 600 shares of WPC. Let's see how these dividend trades work. Other than that, nothing else to do today. Tomorrow's going to be a light day as we see how these things hold out. Uh, all that being said, this is James from Dividend Stock Talk. We're out of here, and we're going to catch you um, tomorrow. See how it goes. All that being said, I'm going to take a quick copy of the trades for today. Add them so that... Um, we have, what do you call it? We have some kind of a record of what our trades are. The 14th, 
There you go, June 14, 2021. Those are my trades. I copied them so people can see, blah, blah, blah. All that kind of nice, neat stuff. stuff. If you haven't had a chance, go check out the blog or one of our videos. Be my guest. I'm not 100% um, on the ball with it all the time. I mean, I'm here every day doing the, doing the live broadcast, but I, I really should be doing the live videos, which I will be getting to as soon as I get some of these things tweaked out. Anyway, this is James David and Stock Talk, brought to you by The 10-Minute Trader. We're out of here for today. You guys have a great day, and I'll see you guys tomorrow. Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you. And have a great day. Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you. And have a great day. As you guys know, if you've been following me for a while, interruptions happen. Phone rings, the recording stops, i got to start over again. If you might have heard earlier in the, um, in the beginning of the show, the rain. <laughs> because I'm in my mobile studio, actually I, I travel around a lot, and I don't really have a home base. I'm kind of like a nomad, because I, I roam from town to town, I go through life without a care. <laughs> I'm the happiest clown. Two fists divine, I'm going nowhere. Anyway, however you want to put it, um, NUE just doesn't look good. You have four down days in a row. It's a little bit of a down slope. It's it's not, it's not. It doesn't stand out and say, "Hey, buy me." It just doesn't. Okay. SYK is Striker Corporation. Let's put that in. And see what Striker looks like. Because we're looking to make one more trade. Because we got another twenty five thousand dollars to play with. SYK. Okay, that doesn't look that bad. Started out the year at 184, find its low at 172 at the end of June. From there, she just, it's a nice escalation to the high of the year of uh, 268. Okay, not bad. Now from the 268, I'm going to assume this is a lot of profit taken. Now she's going sideways with no rhyme or reason. No rhyme or reason at this moment in time. Give you a nice buildup. What happens after that nice buildup and this profit taken? Who knows where it's going to go? But Stryker has an, has an awesome-looking seasonality chart. This is what I love to see in seasonality charts. Where he starts off in, in a relatively low number in the beginning of January, and it's a nice slow escalation to the end of December. You know, no erratic highs and lows. It's just a nice, steady movement. Now, the movement got interrupted in March, which is probably because of the pandemic. When the pandemic hit last year, everything dropped like almost between 40 to 60%, or some of them even up to 70%. When that happens, you have 10 years worth of data, you now have a skewed number because it's not business as usual. It is an anomaly. You know, uh, uh, pandemics don't happen all the time. If they did, it could be factored in but you can't factor in something that you can't plan for. So anyway, as I was saying, the seasonality number looks awesome. It's a nice escalation from January to December. I love it. Let's take a look at the chart for uh, SYK. SYK. Okay, this one doesn't look bad either. A lot of changing of the guard, so to speak. All right, the buyers and the sellers kind of going nowhere. She's in a little bit of a downturn from the high of the year, which is expected. Uh, there's no real rhyme or reason in this. The volume looks about the, about uh, average. She's still a little low at the volume today. The average volume looks to be somewhere around um, three quarters of a million, which is not a lot. So this is not a widely traded stock. Okay, so 745,000 looks like the average. And right now, she's sitting at 70, almost 18,000 shares. Oh, no, 180,000 shares. Okay. So it's 180,000 shares 
trading at the moment. That's not a whole heck of a lot. And she's got a way to go to get up to her average, which is she's at um, about 200000 now. And by the end of the day, she's got to get to around 800000 And we're not even halfway through the day. All right, so let's take a look at... what we're looking at. Okay, so we're going to look at Stryker. Um, the bid is 254.93 and the ask is 255.13. That's like a 20 cent spread, which is about a 1% spread. Um, yeah, if we did the covered call we're paying 250 and we're collecting $5, pfft, no, thank you. But do I really want to spend money on a $255 stock when the dividend is only $0.57? Cents? I'm going to say no. And the reason why I'm going to say no is because 1% of a $200 stock is $2.50. We're looking at a $0.50. Cent. That's something I get on a $50 stock. Why would I tie up all that money for that small amount? So I'm going to pass on these guys and uh, see who's next on the list. WPC, which is kind of sad because everything looked pretty damn good. WP Carry Incorporated. See, the numbers just didn't work for Stryker, which is kind of sad, you know, because everything looked pretty good. WPC is WP Carry. They started out the year last year right around 67.15. Found its bottom in end of October at 60.59. From there, she hits a double high at 78.49 um, once at the beginning of June and once uh, five days later. She's sitting at 77.30 at the moment. That looks pretty good. Um... She has a nice dividend, too. All right, so we can expect a little bit of a peak within the next, by Friday. This is one of the, got to get in, got to get out real quick. So let's look at the big chart for WPC. WPC. Let's get rid of that. Let's get rid of that. All right. Okay, so the buyers are in control. She's leveled out. Um, the volume is still a bit low at the moment. She had a lot of volume on the 8th. Uh, 3.5 million for this company. The average volume is somewhere around 780,000. So that's 400% increase in volume. Now, it tapered off a little bit. There are probably people still looking at it today, so let's see what we can look at for WPC. The bid is seventy-seven twenty-six, and the ask is seventy-seven twenty-nine. So it's only like a three-cent spread. We'd be looking to get the seventy-five. If we were going to do a covered call, we'd be getting at seventy-seven twenty-nine. The um, bid and the ask is two thirty by two fifty, which means we'd walk away with seventy-seven. 50, which is only a 20 cent. Yeah, see, that's not even worth it. So this is one of those ones you're just going to buy uh, a dividend trade on this one. Uh, let's look at it. Considering it is a $77 stock, look about 800 shares. That should do it. And what is the dividend for these guys? A dollar and four cents. Hmm. Well, let's put it up for 99 cents. Make it easy. All right, so we're not going to be able to do that. Uh, because we just don't have enough money. So it looks like we'll be doing 600 shares. Let's see what 600 shares look like. 
that looks about right. Okay, so 600 shares at 77.35. Now we're looking to get uh, 78.34. All right, so we got four trades today, and we got 2,200 bucks left. So I'm not going to do anything with that last 22 because last week, if you recall, we did STX and we tried to do a spread trade on STX, got bit in the butt, ended up with a thousand shares of STX, which really didn't want. I just wanted to get the return. But needless to say, here we are. All right. So we, we brought in $680 for the um, covered call on STX. We got three open trades, 1,000 shares of NFG, 1,000 shares of STOR, and 600 shares of WPC. Let's see how these dividend trades work. Other than that, nothing else to do today. Tomorrow's going to be a light day as we see how these things hold out. Uh, all that being said, this is James from Dividend Stock Talk. We're out of here, and we're going to catch you um, tomorrow. See how it goes. All that being said, I'm going to take a quick copy of the trades for today add them so that um, we have what do you call it we have some kind of uh, record of what our trades are the 14th there you go June 14 2021 those are my trades I copied them so people can see blah 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 all that kind of nice neat stuff fun stuff if you haven't had a chance, go check out the blog or one of our videos. Be my guest. I'm not 100% um, on the ball with it all the time. I mean, I'm here every day doing the, doing the live broadcast, but I, I really should be doing the live videos, which I will be getting to as soon as I get some of these things tweaked out. Anyway, this is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader. We're out of here for today. You guys have a great day, and I'll see you guys tomorrow.